Welcome to Gen Impact, a podcast of the Aptos Community Youth Program, where we provide entertaining and informative feedback for all audiences. I'm E. I'm Olivia. I'm Misha. And I'm Isaac. In today's episode, we start season two of our Youth in Dialogue series with a conversation with our Gen Impact team on something that plays a big role in our lives as youth social media, and what we as leaders envision for the future of social media and technology. Welcome everyone to our conversation today. Okay, to start off, um, what platforms do you use and why do you use them? I use Instagram, Spotify, and Pinterest, and I use Instagram to mainly communicate and Spotify to listen to music. Uh, I use TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. I use Instagram and Snapchat to communicate and TikTok for entertainment. Um, I mainly use Instagram and Snapchat. Uh, I also watch YouTube. Snapchat, um, I mainly use to communicate. Um, and Instagram, I kind of use to look at memes and escape. <laughs> Zone out. Uh, I mainly use Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. I mainly use Snapchat for like the same three people I text yeah. every day. <laughs> and then um, TikTok to find music, oddly enough. And Instagram just to get really bored, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess we can talk about screen time now. So um, maybe let's just go around the room and talk about screen time. Daily average is like six hours and 30 minutes <laughs> on a slow week. <laughs> um, my, mine's about two hours and 30, two hours and 40 minutes. Um, YouTube and Instagram make up the majority of that time. I don't have my screen time on, so I'm unable to see it, but I bet if I looked at it, it would probably be somewhere in the three-hour range. Uh, My daily average ranges between six hours and two hours, depending on how productive I am (laughs) and (laughs) what I have to do that day. Do you feel like um, social media and stuff gets in the way of doing schoolwork or other stuff? Like, Do you feel like it affects your productivity? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have a time limit on Instagram, but it doesn't always work because, you know, you always have the ability to just turn it off. Yeah. yeah. And, um, like, when I use Instagram, I usually text a lot of my friends on there, so I have to ignore that time limit to, like, text people if I need help with homework or just asking about their day anyways, so it's not very, like, it's not very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that I have that blocker, too, um, at a certain time. Like, it'll come on, but if I'm not doing anything, like, the next day, I, I completely ignore it sometimes. Um, but I feel like a lot of a lot of the time I spend is like communicating about homework, and then mm-hmm. once that's done, uh, it's free range. Yeah, I feel like a lot of my Instagram time is from like the notifications I get. I often turn on notifications for like people I really want to see, um, and then besides that, I don't usually check Instagram unless I want to post something. And usually, it's just those notifications popping up, getting me to go to the app. <laughs> Um, I use Instagram to communicate too. Like I always ignore the limit when like I see a text message, I don't leave responding to it, and then I see the notification pop up, and I like, ignore it for fifteen minutes, and those fifteen <laughs> minutes turn into like an hour. Yeah. Um, what kind of content are you guys content? What kind of stuff are you guys looking at on social media? Um, I look at a lot of like cooking recipes, which I always save but never make, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I always have to go get the ingredients because I don't I don't have anything at home and then I also have like I've been having a lot of like art stuff lately and that's mostly it 
Yeah, um, I look at I get a lot of the cooking stuff too. It's like always really captivating and intriguing for like thirty minutes. You can just get hooked on it, and then you walk away and you're like, wow, where did that time go? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I always like to save stuff like I'm gonna make it too, but I never really. Yeah. Um, but I, I also look at a lot of like news stuff um, and like construction, not construction, but like ideas for building things and stuff around the house. Like when I need to build something, I'll look it up on YouTube. I feel like on Instagram, I get bored kind of easily just because, I don't know, I can never find something interesting on there. But I think YouTube is where I usually get sucked into a hole. Um, I'll like find a video and then it'll have like recommendations and I just watch all of them. Um, and I'll usually, well, on Instagram, I usually do like uh, the mental health infographics because I think those are really interesting. I don't know why. Um, I just like looking at that stuff or when it's like... Um, like photos of landscapes. I love that. Oh. It's so pretty. So, yeah. Yeah. I use Instagram a lot for like getting photography ideas or maybe looking like at mm. ocean conservation posts. And I also get sucked into <laughs> cooking videos. But another thing is like when you find that one funny video and then you keep scrolling and like you yes. said, you get, you get hooked into like oh, that content. And then if you find more of that content, it recommends it to you. So it's like a whole loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other day I was doing homework and got really bored. Somebody texted me, so I opened it up. I answered really quickly because I was doing homework, and then I like swiped over to Instagram to look at stuff, and I just I found a really funny meme like you just said. I clicked on that person's profile and basically watched all of this stuff. And it was like those YouTube or the like Instagram short things where you swipe up, and it's kind of like TikTok. And I just got I literally wasted like almost an hour, and I was like, where did this time go? How did I just get sucked into that? And it was, it was terrible. You know you've made a mistake when you get to the bottom of their page. Oh. <laughs> like you've scrolled yeah. through everything and like all their content. And then you're like, should I follow? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask, how do you guys feel about social media in general? Like, what's your opinion on how it affects people? Well, for me, I'm an only child, so... Instagram and like using social media is like my main communication platform besides like being in public or at school so for me it's kind of important to get like social time mm -hmm. yeah I'm the exact same being an only child definitely yeah when I pull out Instagram like in public or in a room with people it's because I'm like trying to avoid something or like trying to avoid awkwardness or like really pass time um, without like having to look at people or just kind of like I don't know, be in my own head for a little while and escape. Um, so it's like really sad when I'm on Instagram. Not sad, but just like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to like be, just like zone out really hard for a second. Um, other than that, it's like pretty boring to look at. Um, I don't even look at Instagram on a car ride. Um, but yeah. That's very relatable. When you get, I feel like getting bored, you just honestly click on Instagram and just <laughs> yeah but i think i think like in general um social media is a really big distractor uh and i feel like that's kind of like one of the main reasons i use it so when i do fall into those traps and i'm not trying to be distracted it's really harmful for like productivity and stuff but yeah i usually i try to stay away uh i try to wait stay away from social media when possible isaac why would you say that you just contradicted yourself well, I mean, I feel like my social media use is really contradictory because, like, when I get trapped, um, like, 
spending a lot of time on it. It's because I'm not trying to like, I don't know. Usually when I get trapped is when I'm doing homework. Um, and then when I don't like social media is when I'm like trying to get into social media and like be bored for a little while or um, space out for a little while. Um, and I feel like the easiest time to get hooked is when you're not trying to get hooked. Mm-hmm. So that, that's why it feels kind of contradictory. Um, yeah, that was kind of, it's kind of weird to explain unless you, you've done it. Yeah, I would say I mostly have a positive outlook on social media. I think just because of like what I go on certain apps to do. Um, like I have a purpose kind of for going on each one. I feel like this last, like with the pandemic, it was so easy to get sucked into like every single social media site. But now that I feel like now that we're out of it, I'm like bored of a lot of them. And I only use them if I like need to text the same three people or I need to look at the same three Instagram stories to get information. It's like, I feel like that's kind of only what I do now. TikTok is the only one that I will scroll for a very long time just to find good audios. <laughs> yeah, I, I have also used like social media and YouTube for good stuff. Like I follow a lot of the colleges I want to go to. Um, I follow like a lot of um, like programs that I'm involved in to try and because they'll, they'll post like when they're doing something and I, I get a lot of good information like that. So I do I do use it for that to get a lot of good information. But I would say like what hurts what I think about the most when I think about a social media is that negative like addicting suck you in for like 30 minutes while you're trying to do your homework and stuff yeah I agree with you like it ruins your pro- the amount of things you complete like your productivity uh, but like it's good to announce things and share things that you want to share with people yeah like social media like lately has become like a huge like thing for like you said like news and like announcing things and um, maybe like promotions or you know having small businesses or other things like it's been um, really impactful to our community and like overall having mm-hmm. social media yeah like that reminded me of like did you guys see those tiktoks of, of like people fighting in the war like there there was just people like filming yeah. with their tanks and it was weird because like, yeah. like when are you gonna when would you have imagined that you were gonna see that yeah i was about to say it's so nuts when things come up on tiktok that are like really political or like different things that are happening in the news like I saw a lot of the Johnny Depp trials on there and it was just like I get sucked into every single one of them because that's like highlights of different parts of the like case and so I would get completely sucked in and watch those um which I feel like is kind of a good thing if they're informing you um but I also wanted to ask like do you think that it's like helping or harming like activism well you got to be like really careful about who's showing you and like how much of a clip you're seeing because um during the kyle rittenhouse trial the ukraine the johnny depp trial like everything everything big in the news i've seen it on my feed from like every account i follow um and some accounts will post like really long posts and like a lot of videos and explanations of what what's going on then other people like do a meme like oh look at this guy he's dumb um, and it's just like they're all they all have a narrative that they're pushing or a purpose with that. And I feel like to use social media effectively, you have to be aware of like what you're being shown and what the purpose is behind it. I'm like with the Ukraine stuff, I get a lot of that too. And some of it is just raw footage of like a building being blown up or troops like in combat. And then some of it is like straight propaganda of like Chechnyan or Russian forces um, taking over a town and like showing what they're doing. Or it's Ukrainians showing them blowing up a building of like Russians, but it's from like 10 years ago. So a lot of it is like 
a lot of it is d really doctored and trying to push a certain narrative. So I feel like it's really important to know what you're looking at and know who you follow and really like look into things if you're going to be looking at that sort of stuff. Well, like, have you have you seen any videos about Ukraine or like politicians talking about it? Have you seen like raw footage, anything like that? No, really. Michelle, have you seen any of that? Well, like I said earlier, I've seen like people recording the tanks or like them guarding like with their guns. Um, they're just like recording themselves. I've seen like be a lot of before and afters, like before the war and after the war. Like before, you can see like the city was like super like nice, and then after it's like completely destroyed. And do you know like who might have supported those? Like you know, do you think do you think you have an idea of like who would benefit from that post? Um, I think just like people who aren't aware of the situation, like the war going on, because like a lot of people don't know. Like even like within those countries, they don't know that the war is going on. Um, and I've seen, because supposedly like TikTok had blo blocked Russia, like from using it. But I've seen like some Russian people that say they're in Russia, but like you don't know if they're actually in Russia. Yeah, I think it's also interesting because TikTok, like. I think your video can only be like one minute long or less. Um, and I feel like a lot of it is people will see that stuff and they'll make general assumptions about what's happening. They'll see like a building being blown up and they're like, wow, that war's bad, you know? And they kind of make a generalization about what's happening. I feel like in order to really know what the situation is, you got to go to a post that is from like a credible news site and like read an article about it. I feel like a lot of what TikTok does is it pushes a certain video out that's only... A minute long and you're looking at that and you're like ooh, and then people make really big assumptions about what's happening which I feel like can be kind of awful in the general outcome yeah I think the biggest problem about what you just said is like people can like look at a post or two or three and then make their whole like argument um, with other people and like that'll be what they think of and like the first thing they think of when they talk about the war with somebody or give their opinion um, and I think yeah that's really dangerous especially for like in term in the context of mis misinformation um, and all that speaking of in misinformation do you guys think that misinformation should be regulated and that social media posts should be regulated in some way yeah I feel like um, misinformation is spread around a lot and like you said like people will see like two to three posts and base their whole argument off that and that's like really dangerous because I mean it could be misinformation you don't know unless like you all said you check your sources so I feel like if having it regulated will help stop like controversies and like things that could be dangerous to maybe people's mental health or just like overall like the argument in general. Mm -hmm. I think Instagram regulates like activist posts like because I know that I've seen like share this post on your story and it gives one dollar to the like whatever organization and like a lot of those are fake because like you can obviously tell like they're fake <laughs> um, but uh, you can like report stuff if you know it's fake or in even Instagram like itself takes down like uh, accounts like that with that are like lying about where the money's going. I feel like it's really difficult with like that kind of like censorship thing um, because some posts are like super hateful towards like a certain group and then some posts are just political and it's kind of hard to maybe identify where the bias is in a post which I feel like is where I struggle 
because even though my political biases might be completely different from someone else, that post might not be like hateful in any way, shape, or form. And I feel like that is kind of the struggle that happens in the media, is you see something and you have a bias towards something. Yeah, I think I'm a strong believer in like, if you see something that you don't like, don't follow it. Um, I, I kind of like my content is tailored towards funny stuff, stuff I um, stuff that I can zone out on. So I don't get a lot of that political content um, unless I'm like I've searched it and then all my search results are political stuff. Um, but I think social media should be regulated um, very little actually unless it's like inappropriate content um like that kids shouldn't be seeing obviously but when you're when it comes to like misinformation and that that term is thrown around lightly and very loosely so and i I think it's hard because the people who are um controlling that have their own biases so by silencing some groups and not silencing others then we're we have we're showing bias and i feel like it's really hard to do it like you was saying without some sort of bias so i think just kind of stepping back from that and controlling your own content and like tailoring what you see and just looking at good stuff stuff that's not going to like affect you mentally or physically is a good way to go about being on social media i really agree with what you just said Isaac, about like tailoring your own post to what you want to see i feel like a lot of what is harmful about social media is people will follow people just because they want to be like them because they see something and they're like, wow, I really want that. Um, I feel like a lot of what social media could be is goals Mm -hmm. and things that you could possibly look forward to, things that inspire you instead of things that'll hold you back and make you feel like you're not good. And I feel like that's all about who you choose to follow and also what you're choosing to look at and believe. Yeah, no, when I say like things that make you feel good, I don't want to like, yeah, I don't mean like an echo chamber or like just being with people that always agree with you. Um, But like, yeah, looking at inspiring stuff, um, following the college that you want to go to, or the looking at following like the company that you want to work at, stuff like that, following your cousins and seeing what they're up to is all good ways to do it. um, Rather than, yeah, looking at bad stuff. Speaking of those regulations, like when do you guys think kids should be able to get social media? Like at what age? Or for what, like if they need it for something, like what's that? condition that should allow them to get it um yeah i think this is funny um my brother just got signed out of instagram recently um and they asked him for his age so he just kind of scrolled through i know like when i when they asked me for my age i put him born in like 1900 or <laughs> 1920 but um i guess he put like he was, wasn't really paying attention and he put like he was born in 2020 or something like oh, that so it kicked him out because he was too young and he hasn't been able to sign in since um just kind of interesting but I feel like you should get social media um, when you know that you're not going to, like, when you know you can handle being on social media. Um, Certainly, like, I got on in, like, 7th, 8th grade, I think, um, and that's probably a time when most people get on, most kids get on, Um, but at that age, it's really easy to get sucked in and get addicted and, like, look at stuff that you're not supposed to be looking at, so... I think when you're at that young age, you should probably should have somebody who, like your parents um, or an older brother, an older sister, someone who can like look at what you're looking at and make sure you're not looking at in- misinformation or inappropriate content and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays are getting it at a really young age and like 
I think they barely understand what social media is. Like, they just know that other people have it or, you know, their family has it, like you said, or something or a content creator that they might follow have, has it. And, mm-hmm. like, I think the age limit's like 12 or 13 for at least Instagram. There's probably the same for other apps. But it's like people who are younger than that are getting it and, like, you know, putting the wrong age and they're getting content they shouldn't be seeing. And so I feel like a big part of... Um, what people should be doing is like checking what they should be seeing and um, really making sure they understand like what social media is and like you said get it when they understand exactly what they're signing up for yeah my sisters they want to get tiktok and i'm like what like why but i always see them watching like those compilations on youtube but like like it's on the living room tv so we can see what they're watching but like they have a tablet so like, if they get TikTok on their tablet, it's going to be, like, limited to what we, like, my parents or even me see, like, what <laughs> what we see that they're, like, watching. Because sometimes, like, random, like, even, like, inappropriate things that shouldn't be coming up on, like, TikTok come up or any social media. And you can't, like, always, like, 100% regulate that because there's, like, accounts that get around, like, those restrictions that are there. Yeah, and also when you're looking at it at a young age, it's really in easy to be influenced by like anybody um especially if you're seeing the same kind of content or the same content creator over and over again you start to think like them or whatever they're pushing out you kind of buy into it um and yeah that that's pretty dangerous too yeah i think the in my opinion the best age is whenever your maturity level has grown and whenever you're able to make like independent choices and thoughts about things Like, for me, um, I feel like last year was the year that I really started questioning a lot of things. Like, I really started questioning, like, is this news source telling me what I'm supposed to, like, know? Like, are what my parents telling me, what I believe, like, that kind of stuff. When you start questioning beliefs and when you start questioning the world around you, I feel like that's a, a decent time to maybe go online and go on social media. Because at that point, you know how to be an independent thinker. And you know how to make choices on your own. I feel like a lot of what affects kids is not thinking independently and just kind of going with what everybody else is doing. Um, But I feel like once you reach a maturity level where you're like, I kind of don't care what's around me, but I think social media is a cool idea. I think that that is a good time. Um, Like you said, E, like it leads to kids like not thinking on their own and they all become followers and then there's like no space for any leaders. But so everyone just does whatever one person does. does and then that might not be something good so everyone just does the bad thing and nobody knows what's right anymore mm-hmm. yeah i feel like having a good sense of like your identity and like your beliefs and yes. biases before you get like any type of social media is really important because mm-hmm. like you said michelle if they don't have that they're basically like easily influenced and they'll become followers or start copying the same things that they're seeing yeah, um, to kind of close off this idea, I just think that like from a young age, if you're just looking at social media and you have no strong values or no like family to kind of reinforce your values or like no strong support group, um, you kind of yeah become a sheep, a follower, and just like really sucked into this echo chamber that can be negative or positive. But yeah, I think um, – you need to have a strong sense of self to be on social media and not be influenced highly by other people. Yeah, to move forward, I wanted to ask what you guys think the future of social media should look like. 
Um, I feel like the way it is now is probably not the best for in terms of like addiction um, with TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Those fast like one minute videos that you just swipe through are super addicting and easy to get hooked into even though like even if what you're looking at is not like super appealing to you it's just super addicting because it's like a one minute video you know like okay i didn't like this one let me scroll and see if i can find and you just keep looking and looking and looking until you find something good mm-hmm. and that all the time to- all that time you're like looking at stuff and wasting more time so i think um i don't know i think social media i i wish it would move away i, I don't see it see that happening but i wish it would move away from this like addicting and consuming platform to like something more positive um but yeah yeah i feel like right now um social media isn't for us like it's for you know people to get famous on or like people to sell things and advertise things and i feel like if in the future it was kind of more beneficial towards us or you know also focused on um like mental health or anything that could be beneficial to us in the future, I feel like that would be a lot better because right now it's really just like supporting the economy or like advertising or Mm -hmm. just people who are trying to like make a living or make money. I definitely agree with what you said that it's like, I never actually thought about that before, Olivia, like that it's targeted towards a certain thing and it's not really about us like as teenagers which I think is interesting and then like not to be like super negative about like technology but it's often it like scares me in general to think about technology in the future um, because of how invested kids nowadays are getting in technology they're growing up with it which we in general I don't think did besides TVs phones were like just coming out and like all that stuff in the early 2000s but these kids are growing up with everything that we have right now which in general is kind of a scary thought. I think like getting sucked in to social media and like that fear of um, losing like your childhood or whatever, that can be um, like weakened or lessened by just having a, a strong, like strong values um, and spending time away from the, spending time away from the screen, um, lowering your screen time, limiting your, cause you, nobody's, forcing you to look at social media we're we're all making a conscious decision to open up our phones and look at it and scroll through um so i think i don't know it's important to remember that you have like power over your own life and that you don't need to be looking at that stuff and parents have the power to take away from their keep their kids off of that in most cases i don't know if you guys notice have noticed but i've seen like i feel like tick like tiktok has decrease people's time span like mm-hmm. attention spans i mean <laughs> like because like Isaac said earlier like they're just like one minute videos 30 second videos you look at it you're like oh yeah i didn't like it. i scroll or like sometimes i've seen like people they can't even sit past like a 15 minute or 15 second like video or like they lose like they stop paying attention when you're talking to them and stuff like that i feel like i'm a more positive and like if I would hope for anything in the future, it'd be close to what Olivia said. If social media became an outlet for people to find more community within the world, like make the world seem a little bit smaller, as it is right now, but I feel like right now we're trying to make enemies instead of make communities in some ways. I feel like if there was a way, like a lot of platforms that are opening up right now, there's a lot of apps that are focused on um, almost like group therapy, but like anonymously online, which I think is actually kind of a neat idea. 
um, the way that you reach out to people doesn't have to be through direct communication. Um, I feel like it could be a good outlet for teenagers that don't want to ask their parents. They go online and find a community that could help them possibly in a safe way. I feel like moving forward, if that idea like kept going, I think that would be really interesting to see how mental health could benefit from social media use. Yeah, um, and all that just goes back to like the community, making sure you know what you're looking at and you're looking at stuff that's going to help you mentally and physically. Um, if you don't want to be body shamed, don't look at body shaming content or fitness content. Um, if you don't want to look at gruesome images, don't follow accounts that are talking about war. Um, but yeah, just kind of like a common sense approach to using social media uh, would probably benefit everybody. Um, not probably would benefit, um, certainly would benefit everybody. Yeah. Okay. And with that, thank you everyone for listening. That concludes our first episode of season two. Stay tuned for more youth and dialogue. Thank you.